Hello, Recipe Club listeners. This is Chris. Before we get into the show, I've been asked to read a brief prepared statement. I will not be taking any questions. While recording today's episode, I inadvertently neglected to turn on my recording device for the first few minutes of our session. The audio you hear from me is taken from a recorded Zoom call and is of a quality far below our standards. It is an unacceptable mistake, and I deeply and sincerely apologize for the shame I have brought upon our producers, Sasha, Isaac, and Danny, my fellow Recipe Club members, David and Brian, the Ringer Podcast Network, Major Domo Media, our listeners, my family, and my ancestors. I hope you will understand that the man you hear for the first few minutes of this episode is not the man I am and does not reflect the way I feel about audio quality, graham crackers, or this distinguished podcast program. I hope with time to regain your trust and respect. I am a very naughty boy and I promise to do better. Thank you. Previously on Recipe Club. Currently on the wheel, we spam. have... I want spam. spam. All right, spam's going on. Spam's going on. So that rounds out the wheel to include mac and cheese, spam, empanadas, frozen broccoli, popcorn, jalapenos, flatbread, wonder bread, graham crackers, Ooh. and meatballs. You know what we're going to... You know we're all going to end up with graham crackers, right? Like, ain't none of us want it, and it's well, all going to I'm not happen. a pastry chef, so you'll be fine. <laughs> Here we go. Spinning. Spam. The wheel stops. Wonder Bread, Wonder Bread, Graham, Graham Crackers, Graham Crackers, just called it. It's Graham Crackers, friends. It is Graham Crackers. Yo, I could play with it. I could play with some Graham Crackers, man. I could play. We could make a. We could make a Graham Cracker house. You know what I'm gonna make with Graham Crackers? Sourdough loaf. Right, everybody welcome to another installment of recipe club we are doing graham crackers today with our guest host brian ford and chris ying and i just uh <laughs> was trying to mispronounce a word that i has said a thousand times in my life how do you pronounce it brian oaxaca i don't know what's wrong with me i i, <laughs> I could have pronounced it properly and now i'm so gun shy but yeah, I, you're, I, you're I, scared i'm, you're now scared, I'm now. scared but i <laughs> I've had it a thousand times. I've said it a thousand different ways. It's fucking, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's quarantine, but. Um, Why were we talking about Oaxaca, guys? Because he's there. Because yeah. Brian Ford is there. I am in Oaxaca for the month or maybe longer doing some research on Latin American baking. Um, I can't say too much more about why I'm doing the research, but I'm doing the research. Can um, we talk about some of the, the, the cuisines? And uh, having cooked with a lot of people from Oaxaca, a lot. Mm-hmm. It is always a debate about at least the cooks from Mexico, who has the best food in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people wouldn't argue against the region you're in having no, the best food. I, I can't say that I've ever had a better tortilla. I mean, I really can't say I've ever had a better corn tortilla. Um, the cheese, the Oaxacan cheese, the way they use it, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the flour of the... Um, the calabazas, like the pumpkin flour that they use in the tacos and the quesadillas is insane. And it's like less than one US dollar for like a huge meal. It's it's unbelievable the freshness 
Like I know every time I'm in Latin America, I lose weight, even though I'm like eating a bunch. And the, and the reason is because everything is so fresh. Everything, every, everything is always made fresh. The tortillas, the cheese, the beans, you know, there's not much preservatives and added sugars in a lot of the stuff that I'm eating right now. Um, I mean, I could choose to find that there's like a McDonald's <laughs> if I wanted to do that. But when you eat the, uh, man, when you eat the flavors here, I've actually never been to Mexico, oddly enough. This is my first time in any part of Mexico, like not even Cancun. I never even did like spring break nonsense or anything. This Whoa. is my first, even though I've been to so many other countries in Latin America, I figure like if I'm going to start this uh, research, this is a really good place to start. Um, and I've got to move slow, you know, with the pandemic, I can't just like backpack around a week here, a week there. I've got to kind of like isolate myself and take my time to explore stuff. So, um, but it's, it's pretty fantastic, man. <laughs> culinary dense all of mexico is rich vibrant but it's the ingredient quality in that area that i think uh, takes it over the top it it really does but what's like what's also gets overlooked chain you and i have been talking about this on on uh dave chain show like the fucking breads and baking in mexico do not get fair play uh they are exceptional right like what are you looking forward to trying while you're while you're there brian yeah i I am actually, I'm not going to say I'm surprised. I mean, that's the whole purpose of the the project that I'm working on is to kind of uh, make sure that there's a seat at the table for lots of Latin American baking. I'm not, so I'm not surprised, but I was a little bit surprised at, at this one market I was at. I mean, there was so much bread, like beautiful things I've never heard of, things, I, things I've I've tried to Google like, yo, like what are breads in certain countries? And I know that the only way to find them is to kind of just be there and to smell them and taste them. And like I said, it's going to be hard. Hopefully things get better at the end of the year and I can do a little more traveling. But just seeing these rustic loaves that are, you know, most people are thinking tartine and, you know, kind of the Western European, you know, baguettes and croissants. And but when you see these kind of traditional baked goods here, it's just it's mind blowing and tasting them. You know what I'm really looking for, if I if I can just like quickly elaborate. I'm looking for bakers that don't, there's, there's a couple bakeries, you know, there's always these fancy bakeries in a lot of these cities that have, you know, they've got like the fancy Instagram following, they've got the trendy posts, they've got the line out the door, but what they're serving to you is like a croissant and an English muffin and a baguette and a ciabatta. And so those aren't necessarily, while those are great bakeries, they're not necessarily the ones that I'm looking for. I'm looking for the bakers here and I've connected with a few already that I'm going to start. I, I'll call it staging, you know, whatever. Um, I go in humbly and just do, do the thing, but, uh, they're, they're trying to move forward actual Mexican bread tradition and Mexican baked good tradition and not just pump out croissants so the tourists can be happy. So it's interesting to see, uh, the dynamic of two different types of bakeries. Right. In- hold up. Are you telling me Europe didn't invent yeasted bread? I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you that tradition <laughs> in certain countries should be upheld. And you don't, even the baguette is not the be all end all of breads. There's other ways to, to the make bread. The first bread wasn't made in France. Listen, <laughs> I I don't involve myself in any of those. I think the first on, bread per, per cooked on Netflix. The first bread was made in Morocco after the, the you know they left porridge out on the floor. So yeah, no, I think that the obsession, just to be real, the obsession with. European style baking just drives me crazy. Um, as much as I used to love making it, and I yeah, I'll eat a croissant maybe. Um, but it's yeah, it's just it's just crazy to think that that's what people hyper focus on. But it's great to see bakers and and chefs that are that are just kind of stepping up and really pushing forward. You know, conchas, pan dulces, pirotes, and like the real traditional baked items here. And it's not just a bread book; it's 
I'm going to be covering not just bread, you know, holiday goods, cookies, cakes, lots of yeah, but no, just, but, there's but so much. Just people need to know what you're doing is really important work, right? And it's about shifting <laughs> the perspective, yes, of, yeah. of what food has to be, and it's something that I've been trying to do in my own different ways, right? Of course. With, with I never like calling it Asian food, right? Because it's like, no, you know, it's like you're doing it on bread. And I think in some ways it's more powerful because everybody has an assumption that bread is of a certain origin and it's a monolith and clearly not. And, and, and it's one of the reasons why I love having you on this show is you're finding your own voice and, and sharing the voices of others. And I, I wish I was right there with you eating all that bread, but, um, <laughs> You know, instead, we got to talk about graham crackers, talking about the yeah, polar opposite. How's, how's the graham cracker <laughs> game in Mexico? Well, yeah, that, that's a good segue. Crazy. That's a good segue into this because I texted uh, Daniel, um, but I uh, <laughs> I got to Mexico City, then I got to Oaxaca. And in Mexico City, I did. I, I just went a couple supers and I was like, let's see if they even have. I couldn't find any graham crackers. I was like, OK, maybe in Oaxaca. Yeah, I don't know. And so I go to stores here and there are no graham crackers. And the host of this apartment, I talked to her and I was like, Hey, like, are there graham crackers here? <laughs> she's like, no. <laughs> and she's, uh, she's, uh, you know, in the food industry. So she, I trusted that what she said was right. I couldn't find any. So yesterday, uh, cause I'm a procrastinator. I always do these things at the last minute, by the way. Uh, yesterday I'm like, well, I got to make graham crackers. I got to straight up make the graham crackers from scratch just to have graham yeah. crackers to then grind back up and make into bread. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm literally walking. Uh, so I'm walking to this market at a random time of day. I choose random streets to walk down and a block before getting to the supermarket where I was going, there was a woman sitting on the side of the road and she was selling some things out of her basket. And I, I kind of glanced and I was like, oh, whatever. Then I glanced again. I was like, are those no. graham crackers? Get the fuck out of I here. Lo I, I, look, I look at him. I was like, are those graham crackers? And, he, and I was like, no, they're not. So I kept walking. And then I, I was like, dude, those are graham crackers. Like, Go turn around. What are you doing? You're going to make graham crackers right now? Go back and get those. Well, what, whatever what they God were. Has, God has opened the clouds. Come down here and bestowed <laughs> you with this gift. And you're just going to walk away? Come on. Yeah, man. I went back and I asked the best. Like, I don't even know how to say graham cracker in Spanish, to be honest. So I asked her to have a, a taste. I paid, I just, you know, gave her some pesos and I was like, can I just taste it? And I tasted it. And I was like, this is a, this is a legit, it's a graham cracker. It was a graham cracker. Wow. It has a, a little bit, a little bit more of a, um, what's the spice I'm looking for? Maybe there's like a little bit of, of a strong nutmeg situation happening in them, like more than you would find in a graham cracker, but it had all the other symptoms of a graham cracker, the texture, the thinness, even that they're in random animal shapes. So it didn't, didn't make uh, your recipe easy, Chris, but um, you know what? I, I It was the biggest win. It was like the highlight of my day yesterday, just finding supposedly graham crackers after searching for two days and about to have to make them myself. So I was just thoroughly pleased. It was like the biggest win ever. <laughs> By the way, amazing story. I'm happy that you found it. I would take no pleasure in 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 a, you having to make graham cracker, even though you might have thought so. I'm not that kind of person. Uh, but there was a big smile on his face when you said that. Though. How how would you even make graham crackers? Like honestly, I thought graham crackers was just like I never <laughs> thought that you could make it, or it's like it just sort of came out of the head of like Zeus, like like Athena or something. It just is a fucking thing. 
I didn't know that there was a way to actually make graham crackers. I just thought it was like a Ritz cracker. It's like, it's just, you know, it just, something it that just appears like, like it's a not Coca-Cola. To... It's just something that like is what it is. You <laughs> yeah. Know? There's not supposed to be a, you're not supposed to, you're not ever in, in your, in a, in a right lifetime supposed to look up how to make graham crackers. I don't like that's, you should be buying the blue box of honeycomb or whatever that, you know, that, that comes in the plastic squares. Like that's what you should do. Um, but upon some research, all you do, it's, you know, baking powder. So it's, it's just, it's a cookie. Basically it's a gingerbread cookie almost without the ginger. That's uh, what I kind of realized when I was researching this, I was like, all right, how do I make graham crackers? At first I was like, Oh, let me make it with sourdough. I was like, no, that's a stupid idea. Cause then they'll come out too thick. They won't be, they won't, they won't snap. I think it's basically it's just cinnamon, like a lot of cinnamon to get. You don't the travel with a sourdough starter, do you? Uh, no, I actually i I used to, but I gave that up because I think it's dumb. I actually, what I like to do is I went to a local. Yeah, it's dumb, dude. I went to a local baker. Everyone that obsesses with like my starter is a hundred years old. I'm like, yo, stop, um, stop. It doesn't, Can we tell it everyone why it's dumb? Because I I want people to know how dumb it actually is. I think if you, if you want it, this to get technical, um, what's what's most important about your sourdough starter is that you you feed it regularly, you maintain the health of it, and you use high-quality flour. If you really want flavor to impact your bread, you need to think about the flour you're using, not the age of your starter. You could have a 100-year-old starter and put Pillsbury all-purpose flour in it. What good does that do? So whatever starter you have, feed it regularly, and feed it high-quality flour. Oh, Brian, whole, I forgot to mention, we are now <laughs> sponsored by Pillsbury. <laughs> amongst what? Amongst uh, Bobley and Ghirardelli, huh? <laughs> straight, just straight, like, savaging brands but, on but this also, podcast. Like, uh, but also the idea that, yes, the, the sourdough, but ultimately your sourdough takes on the flavor of all the microbes in your area, and it Correct. doesn't ultimately matter. It doesn't matter. And so what I, my new thing is uh, reaching out to local bakers. Um, it's, a, it's a great way to network. It's a great way to learn from people and ask them for some starter. I bought, uh, I bought 100 grams of starter from a bakery here called Panco Madre, and I'm going to stodge there. And it's like this small little, you know, two, he's short staffed because, you know, the pandemic has made it hard for people to like maintain their jobs. And I'm willing to, you know, work a few hours a day at no charge to him so that I can help and I can also learn. And it's like, yo, you got starter, you got flour, I bought it and and then I bake. And then when I leave for the month, I'll use it all or give it back and wherever else I'm, where else I end up, I'll just get some more. That's, that's how I roll. Uh, I did not know anything about anything about graham crackers. This is my big takeaway from this episode. Well, I don't know shit. Chris, about I don't anything. think it's just you. I, it's not even just specified to graham crackers. I know nothing about everything. I know nothing about anything, man. <laughs> like, uh, just before we dive in, uh, did you guys do the Wikipedia search on this at some point during this past couple of weeks on what a graham cracker is? No, I no, I did not. I did a sad how to make a graham cracker so, Google search. Do you guys know what graham flour is? <laughs> like no. that's what a graham cracker is made from graham flour, which I also had no fucking idea about. What? But essentially, it's like a coarsely ground whole wheat flour. That's what graham flour is. Graham flour. Uh, I thought graham just referred to this. I thought the taste of a graham cracker was graham. And so evidently, <laughs> evidently, graham flour. <laughs> because how do they cram all that graham, right? That's you what you think. It's like it's the flavor. That's what, I mean. That's what I thought. It's just, it is like, like it, it is in and of itself. It's just graham. Graham is graham. Graham, <laughs> graham is like a sweet, cinnamony graham. I don't but want I any fucking listener to be like, of course. Like, fuck you. You don't know. Yeah, it, you don't yeah. know. <laughs> 
<laughs> not a single fucking person dare come and be like, duh, you idiots, you didn't know what Graham was. You didn't know either. I mean, Please. like, I've never, in, you know, in all the all the uh, artisanal bakers that are, you know, in the in the baking world, like, yo, I never heard no one ever talk about Graham flour. And maybe I'm looking like an idiot right now, but come at me because no, what, nobody like, can come say shit about this. <laughs> but uh, I will give one boring slash interesting historical fact: the guy that's named after this guy, Sylvester Graham is the father of modern vegetarianism. He was like a Presbyterian, like uh, temperance, like anti-liquor, anti-meat. Can I, let's dude. just not talk about him then. Those people just screwed up the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Talk about repression so, of everything. It was, uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, everybody should read his, his the death section in his Wikipedia. He died from opium enemas. And his oh. last desperate act to save his health was to give up his vegetarianism, eat meat, and drink liquor. <laughs> Just oh, wow. throwing that out there. Um, so we had one standing rule for this episode, which was no graham cracker crusts, no crumbled graham crackers with butter, because otherwise we all would have just done that. Uh, and a Google search for graham cracker recipe yields something like 12 million results, uh, most of which are graham cracker crusts. <laughs> Yeah, uh, except for the three that we brought here today, which um, are like the only of the three, three of 12 million. I feel like, again, it's a, a Avengers Infinity War. There was another one I looked at. It was a, a noodle pudding and, and it had like a graham cracker, I guess, because I was like, well, that might be a crust, but it had like baked on top was like graham cracker streusel or something on top of. On a noodle pudding, you know, noodle pudding, it's basically like taking raw spaghetti and making like a bread pudding out of it. It sounds <sighs> terrible, but I was just like, I, I was tempted to bring that what? to the table. <laughs> yeah, noodle pudding. You never heard of that before? No, noodle no. noodle pudding. And they, no, had, no. they had graham crackers all over it. I was like, no, I don't want to even Google noodle pudding. It's just a <laughs> phrase that I don't want to I mean, see the You just basically for. told me like, smell this. No, no, at no point in history when everyone said smell this, is it a good smell? You just yeah, gave me the, the, the Zoom equivalent of smell this. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Smell you know, this. if I didn't, bring, oh, if I hadn't gross. brought, Smell it. If, if I hadn't brought coconut eggs to the table before, I might have, I might have dabbled with this <laughs> yeah, one. But I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to upset your families again. <laughs> you got to claw your way back to respectability. Uh, so Brian did not bring a noodle uh, pudding um, to the table. Uh, he brought something, you know, maybe six percent less crazy. Uh, he brought graham cracker fried chicken fingers um, from dessert for two a blog dave brought <laughs> keeping good to his word to troll brian ford at every turn he brought graham cracker bread uh courtesy of frugal living nw i'm assuming that's frugal living northwest.com making every penny counts uh and i brought a mango float which is uh from a website called Gobble the cook. Uh, <laughs> God, one letter off from something truly terrible. Uh, it's just like a, a Filipino dessert that uh, is is pretty common, and we'll get into all three of these. Um, who won this last time? Chang, you won this. I did. You, you did. were the winner, so you have you have winners' rights to go first or or defer. What do you want to do? <sighs> this was a. I'll go first because. Um, <laughs> I feel like a client is about to be abandoned by an attorney. <laughs> I just feel like if, if I was defending my life and 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 a god was watching or angels, they they just be like, we can't let him into heaven. He, 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 he really uh, 
disappointed everybody, including all his ancestors and all future generations, for his lack of integrity and care. <laughs> Look and what he effort. did to his fellow recipe club members <laughs> in 2021. This was, was just beyond the pale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say for mine. I, 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 well, I'm just gonna have describe, to share. Describe, describe the recipe. Talk about what it is a little bit first. So let me tell you what happened. I chose this recipe as as Brian has attested to flex on one of the great breakers of America, and. uh Doing God's work, spreading the gospel that bread is not just croissants and baguettes. And he is <laughs> supremely talented. And I was just trolling him because he's a, a superior baker in every facet and a better person. And he has, a, you know, a more beautiful voice. Why am I doing a fucking podcast? He's got a better voice than me. So, you know, I, you know, being a, the, the jackass that I am, I was like, oh, I'm going to do bread because I had a couple podcasts ago threatened to make sourdough out of boboli. <laughs> desiccated bubbly and make a sourdough and the only reason i didn't is not because i didn't want to it was just took too much time so i finally found a bread recipe that allowed me to to make a recipe that would troll brian instead i got trolled <laughs> it, it was a reversal of fortune and it, it was like so bad i bought too many graham crackers in, instead of buying yeast right i didn't dawn on me that i have now a year supply of graham crackers. I, I totally fucked up. There's like eight boxes of graham crackers because I just like looked at quickly at all the recipes and I was like, oh, that's like probably like five boxes, but I overordered. Mm -hmm. So that was the problem. And then whether my yeast was old or not, I certainly didn't realize that I probably killed the yeast when blooming the yeast because um, <laughs> I decided to do the whole thing in a if you haven't realized, I am such a lazy cook in the home and maybe professionally now too. <laughs> I have a Thermomix, which is a stupid expensive machine. I was like, oh, I'm going to do all of this at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so I put the water in, I put the honey in, and I'm going to put the yeast in that was probably too old to begin with because I think it came with the rental house that I'm in already. <laughs> and uh <laughs> i was like oh, i forgot to get the hot top water and i set the temperature too high clearly i did but i thought well maybe it's not too high which is just a brief period of time anyway to shorten this clusterfuck of a recipe what you see and i'll post on social media is the worst cooking i have done <laughs> in a long time in a very 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 <laughs> long time and I was hoping, because Brian, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you're like, maybe, maybe it'll just, maybe it's in my mind. I think it's going to rise. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I know like, exactly. There's what still you some mean. power. There's some power in the yeast. I didn't yeah. kill it all. Yeah. I've been there many times. I've been there in, in uh, you know, opening a bakery. And uh, that's so, you know, it's not fun when you feel that way. Uh, Brian, <laughs> are you, you just being nice? You saw Dave's <laughs> bread. Have you actually been there? Have you I, been where he I has been? I haven't been there since I was like 12. But it is I've, a, I've, but, it you know, is a solid brick. It's, I, it's, you know, <laughs> listen, I, you know, to call someone a shoemaker is a, an insult <laughs> in the culinary profession. No, 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 no. I literally am a bricklayer. <laughs> I made a brick. It was so dense, I couldn't even break it open. So you never tasted it? I, I, I tasted a little bit, but it was so hard. What I was more in awe of was, how did I create something so dense that 
it is could hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, to your credit, it is very uniformly brown. <laughs> it does look harder than the graham crackers it originated from. It does. <laughs> Listen, I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna buy some yeast and make this proper. But again, too lazy to even do that. And I thought, you know what? I should just come out and own it and say, this is what I get for disturbing the gods and for not being, you know, my karmic self that I should be. And and and, and, and I this is karma. And I and I, I, I own it. You, you you know, I think you did flex a little too hard. I think yeah. you picked that recipe, you know, a minute after we spun the wheel, you were coming strong. I think um, I don't like to see I don't like to see someone fail at baking, though. Uh, you know, it's like in my nature to want you to not fail. So I don't I'm not that, you know, I'm not going to say too much. It, it, was it definitely a, it, happens. I failed. I feel terribly. And I would have failed even if it wasn't for the Thermomix. And I just was like, fuck, this was such I was I literally hurt me in my heart because I said very few people could make something worse. Literally. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. And I mean, it would, I'm it would, serious. It would hurt you more. It would hurt you more if I showed you mine. It would, I mean, you <laughs> yeah. would, it would probably sting. Like that would yeah. be like the final well, nail into your coffin. If my I, if own I creation it. was so bad. I couldn't, I was like, man, I'm not kidding you. Hugo could have done a better job than me at the age <laughs> of two. Not that is not, there's no hyperbole there. It's such a bad thing. So I don't even, I can't even, again, like uh, I just got disbarred again. <laughs> you got, you're, you're, well, you're, Dave, do you, um, your failure aside, your personal failure on this recipe aside, do you still at this stage hold out hope that maybe Brian and I made ours I and came away with something Brian good? I Brian rolling out his dough and I was like, that's going to crush. That's like the ultimate karma, fuck you, to me was like, oh, he's going to take his spreading, bread making superpowers and just dunk on me. I just got postered by like Shaquille O'Neal. I tried to okay. like block him. I was like Vince Carter and I was like the French dude. You know, I was like the French dude, the 7'4 French dude. And my face is hands up in Brian's groin area where he's like spreading <laughs> yeah. all over me. That's what happened. Yeah, that is definitely what happened. I that had iconic to... image of Vince Carter in the Olympics dunking over the French guy. <laughs> Uh, nobody's ever compared themselves to the French guy, though. Uh, I, I, so basically, the recipe is this: you make you make bread, you make a a, a a white flour yeasted dough, and you mix it in with pulverized graham crackers. Pretty simple. That's the whole recipe. That's the whole recipe. All right, so I've got I've got this nice oh, long loaf pan here. Wow, look at that Dude. thing. That looks amazing. I did a butter base and an egg wash on top with some more crumbled. Uh, graham crackers. What? On here. That looks outrageously good. Oh my god! It's, wow. it's, it's silky smooth. It's it's rustic. It is. Uh, wow. It was actually. Y'all ain't gonna believe this. I baked it in a toaster oven because there's no wow. oven in this apartment I'm in. I baked it just like in a really hot toaster oven. I did it with my sourdough starter that I got from the. Oh my god! It's got like Oaxacan, like natural bacteria culture in it. Um, come up, you know, come up! It's, it's hurt so much. It's <laughs> hurt so much. It's got it's got these like special homemade graham crackers from you know the oh Doña on the corner. It's got I I you know I did make some modifications. Um, the milk here, I think the milk here is just like heavily pasteurized. I know the recipe didn't call for milk, but I always use milk in my in. I, I guess I don't know, Chris. If I can just go into it, go go in, go please, in. just go go go. I, so I open the recipe and I look at you know they do the little braiding and stuff like that. 
I scroll down and I look at the ingredients. It's uh, warm water, yeast, honey, salt, butter, flour, whole wheat flour, graham cracker, cinnamon, and, and more water. And I was like, okay. I would, you know, I look at the picture. Picture looks interesting. It's got an interesting color. Um, it's a little dense. It looked like it might be hard. Um, so I added an egg just to kind of lighten it up. Uh, I add a little bit of milk just so that the uh, proteins can kind of uh, get a little bit softer on the inside. Uh, oh, no. And I use sourdough starter, obviously. So I did like a long, cold overnight fermentation and a long proof this morning. I actually baked it this morning. Um, and it, uh, you know, to be honest, you guys are probably waiting for me to say like, it was amazing. It no. was not. <laughs> it was not. And I think um, there's a couple there's a couple points that... I don't know what kind of flour and stuff you. I guess David doesn't matter what kind of flour you use, but so, um, concrete, concrete. That's what I, I use. Just, just <laughs> use a bag concrete. of use a bag of concrete mix. I, um, you know, the the quality of flour, and and that's a, this is a whole other conversation. Just like in, uh, you know, for the research I'm doing, but the quality of flour, it's hard to get really good flour here. So I wasn't a fan of the taste of the flour, and I just wasn't a fan in general of the taste of graham crackers in bread. It wasn't. It wasn't something that I liked too much at all, to be honest. Even, even, even with my sourdough, like I could taste like my fermentation and blah blah blah. But I was like, I'm not looking for fermentation. I'm looking for the damn graham cracker to do something for me. And it didn't. I mean, I was very excited by what you were talking about. I thought like the addition of the egg sounded really smart. I think the milk addition sounded really smart. I thought the sourdough starter because the, the the my big takeaway was like this tastes like nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at the end of the That's day. exactly what I'm saying. It's it's fluffy. It's soft. It's it was like perfectly proof, blah blah blah, all that nonsense. It has it's beautiful, and so right before I tasted it, I was like, man, this is gonna be great. You know, this is gonna be great. And I tasted it maybe twenty minutes after it was in the oven. Um, usually with hot bread though, like you can't taste much until it's cooled down a little bit more. So I was like, okay, maybe it just needs to cool down more. And I added more graham crackers in that recipe call for it too. I had a lot, but can I actually just bring something up? And I talked to Daniel about this. I was, when you picked that bread recipe, I was like, I got off. I was like, man, this, I even texted you and you didn't text me back. And I was like, oh, he wants to play like that. He's coming (laughs) strong. He, he put the bread recipe. So I started thinking, I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I started getting crazy. I was like, I'm going to make graham cracker ramen noodles and then make a dish from Momofuku noodle bar with graham cracker ramen noodles. And I literally started testing it. And as, as I tested it. That's where you got the noodle pudding? (laughs) No, 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 that wasn't noodle pudding. That was, I tested it once and I was like, son, you need to sit down because this is not going to end well for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back, go back, go back, go back. You tried it. What did you try? I made ramen noodles with graham crackers. And, and it was without a, you know. First of all, you need a you need a pasta sheeter. Um, you can rolling pin it, but yeah, you know, uh, there was a lot of things that I was like, this is not, they did they were terrible. <laughs> they tasted awful, and well, it's uh, still better than my bread. It would it would have still been better than your bread. I I do wish I would have been able to execute it, but I had to share that knowledge that I was coming for wow. you. I, I was coming I, for I, you. I, listen, I but I know it. when to back down. I don't. And I just, I got, I, I got, is so embarrassing. And I just thought I deserved to share my failure. And uh, man, Ying, 
Have you ever seen me this deflated like this over a recipe? I, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> it's so bad. It was so I, bad. I, when, I, when I made my bread, the, my first thought was like, God, this is terrible bread. <laughs> but I bet Dave is going to come and be like, this was really good. And he's going to try for the win. <laughs> That's what I was and thinking. I'm completely thrown by this. Dave is just like, uh, this is crazy. He's just self-flagellating here. This bread is crazy. I love that the two of you have just a fucking mutually assured destruction thing going on. You saw Dave flying too close to the sun and you're like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> there but let me make ramen noodles out of crab crackers yeah and i was gonna use for the seasoning of the broth i was gonna use like a package like an instant ramen broth it was i had this whole concoction ready (laughs) but i was like you have concocted like a I'm not ready to come that strong, but I rest assured you guys need to you need to keep your backs washed. All right. All right. I mean, so I just made the Maginot line. I thought that was gonna like, defend France, and clearly it was the dumbest military decision of all time. So I, I, I just wanted to let you know that was awesome. And but Ying, did you 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 didn't like yours? I, I made the I made it according to the instructions. The thing I was going to complain about, honestly, was this person cribbed this recipe from somewhere else and quote unquote adapted it, but like just mistranscribed it and didn't really change it, which bums me out that people would do that. I made it exactly like this. There was a moment again when I was making this, I think this happened a couple episodes ago with something that you did, Chang, where I was like, this motherfucker won. Because I was like, the dough itself, Brian, tell me if you feel differently. Like, (laughs) I was intoxicated by this Mm -hmm. aroma. I was like, this smells amazing. It's like a warm graham cracker smell just like everywhere. This is great. And then I baked the bread and I was like, where did all of that smell Mm -hmm. and taste go yeah i mean my dough, my dough was phenomenal for sure my dough is always phenomenal though um <laughs> yeah, one thing about, no, but hold on hold, 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 hold on um one thing oh, about shit. this <laughs> joe joe one thing about this recipe though it, just to talk about the actual recipe like why is there a section for bread making using a food processor did, did no one else catch this that there is a food processor a two-step food processor bread making tutorial. In First of all, I followed that's, that. That's why I thought it was a brilliant recipe right on my alley. First of all, I followed the food processor. The other no. one, so it's you can choose an electric mixer or a food processor. I'm 100% sure Chang wasn't going to do the stand mixer, and I didn't either. I don't have a stand and, uh, mixer. And yeah. I was like, I, I thought it was divine like providence and perfect alignment of my belief of home cooking, baking bread, trolling, all these things in one when I saw a food processor and <laughs> a it's a fucking terrible recipe. It was a perfect storm of all the things I love. Convenience, <laughs> home baking, uh, schadenfreude. No, 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 no. <laughs> I saw a food processor and I abandoned everything. I didn't, I immediately discontinued using it. And I'm like, if you're going to, if you're going to publish a bread recipe, you should teach people how to mix with your hands. That's literally the, that's the way to make bread, but you're going to come at me with food. They didn't even put mixer first. Like if there was mixer first, I would have been like, that makes sense. I've made bread in a, in a, in a, my KitchenAid or whatever. Like that's cool. They put food processor first. I mean, that I was just, I just, I, I lost so it. I was like, I, I gave a lot of thought to this and, and to add to my self how, what is it? Immolation when you burn yourself, Ying? Immolation? Yeah, self-immolation. <laughs> yes. Adding gasoline to this. I have thought about the proper recipe that I should have done or to add footnote to this recipe from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Buy some Wonder Bread, two slices, put a sheet of graham cracker in between the two slices and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a better better bread cracker sandwich way better way easier 
and uh, you you'll probably it will taste better. <laughs> you know what would be good actually it would be a piece of bread spread with butter and then just a ton of graham cracker crumbs. I would eat the hell out of that. Correct. Though, actually, it would be delicious. It would be delicious. Well, listen, Brian Ford, one of America's preeminent bakers, <laughs> could not save this recipe. Um, I I, I'd say, I I like what you said earlier, though, Brian. Like you don't like to see people fail at baking, and no. there is a nice thing for people like me who don't really bake very often. When I'm like, okay, I'm doing what you're telling me, and now I'm making a thing and braiding it, it looks crazy, and then it comes out as bread. That's always still magical to me, and I I uh, I do appreciate that moment of like, oh, I made bread. But do you know, yeah. in like the NFL draft, they have the last pick of the seventh round is Mr. Irrelevant. Do you think I do get some kind of credit for potentially choosing the worst recipe in recipe club history? <laughs> and the worst I, cooking? It was, well? uh, it, the problem is I think coconut eggs was uh, far worse. Oh, we I think coconut about eggs was coconut far worse eggs. because at, at the end of the day, I could take this bread and make French toast. I could probably make some kind of sandwich with it. I could do things with it. I can make bread pudding with it. It's, it's soft and it's not like disgusting. It's not like the coconut eggs was disgusting. Can so, we at least I, add that <laughs> my cook, my cookery was the worst cooking skill of recipe club of anything we've ever Dave, done. Dave, Brian won't even give you worst recipe. He's just, he's just <laughs> pissing on your grave over here. He refuses to even concede worst recipe. To <laughs> no, you. you can't, you can't have that. I have that. And honestly, I think worst cookery, um, I don't know. I mean, your yeast didn't work. No, because remember your egg recipe, I didn't even have real dashi. I just put <laughs> No, but that, I, no, that, that was a genius it, move. Yeah, but you made it taste good. It tasted so good. No, no one's ever made something inedible. My that, that's recipe, true. my cooking skill, I'm a fucking professional chef. <laughs> this is my job. And I, I'm actually pretty good at fucking baking. I made the worst thing I made in ever, maybe. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm dying. That's actually true. Like, Dave. Dave intentionally tried to make some food and it came out as an inedible brick, which is crazy. There needs to be a very lengthy social media post about this. I I think you need to do some further fessing up and further explanation uh, about what the hell happened. I don't think, honestly, I'm not even kidding you. I don't think I've ever made anything as poorly as I've made this. Ever. (laughs) It is wild. And it, all right, we got to move on. We've got we've got to move on to other recipes. Uh, Brian, you want to go next, or should you want me to go? It's up to uh, you. Buddy. Well, you know, honestly, I feel like um, because you're asking me, um, I should just accept the the ask. Yeah, I'll go next. Um. So yeah. So I abandoned the graham cracker ramen noodle situation, and I was, uh, you know, dealing with some stuff. And I was like, man, what am I gonna do? dealing with some stuff. You like that? I was like, what, I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I Googled and I found this fried chicken. I found a, I found a graham cracker fried chicken recipe. I don't even know where it came from. It's, uh, it's for a dessert for two, a blog by Christina Lane. Here's, here's, here's why I picked, uh, cause there's a couple. So apparently this one was like a variation on, um, chef Michael Romano. His, his has panko breadcrumbs cut into the graham crackers, right? So, but, but what sold me on this one is uh, the, picture of the, the picture of the honey drizzle, right? <laughs> the, the, the picture, when, when, I, when I, I Googled, I saw this recipe, I clicked the link, it said honey graham cracker chicken fingers. And the first thing that you do when you scroll down is you see a bottle of honey and it's just oozing onto chicken. And I was like, that, that is exactly what we need to make. And as I read the recipe, 
I was like, okay, you know, hold, hold, hold my, hold my uh, horses. Like what exactly kind of fry situation is happening? And it's just graham crackers and spices. And I was like, all right, I know how to fry chicken. I, I once again, I didn't really, I didn't really even, I don't even know if I read the recipe besides like, you know, they use paprika, garlic powder, salt, chicken tenders. I actually ended up having to use a half of a whole chicken with like the claw foot and head still attached. So, cause you know, out here in Mexico, there's no like, here's some chicken tenderloins for a dollar. It's just like, you want a chicken? Here's a half of an actual chicken. Um, so that was, <laughs> that was my chicken situation. I couldn't find peanut oil either. And I would have liked to, because that would have probably added a really nice flavor. So I had to just use canola oil, but uh, from there, I when I fry chicken, and just to get into it, I'm sure, obviously, I, I, I there's no way I can fry chicken better, better than David Chang or, you know, probably you too, Chris. So I can't wait to hear how you did it. But when I fried chicken, uh, I crumbled up all the graham crackers in one bowl and I added all the spices. I had some like random Mexican stuff, some crushed peppers. I had some salt, some garlic powder. Uh, black pepper, blah, blah, blah. And then I've got another bowl with just white flour and then another bowl with uh, eggs, a little bit of milk and a little, I did put some sourdough discard in it. Just, you know, why not? So what I do is I take chicken after it's patted down a little bit, chicken into white flour and then chicken into egg and then chicken into graham cracker, hit it into the oil oils at like 375. Um, And so the first thing I noticed was because of the graham crackers, I couldn't really, like, it got pretty dark pretty quick. And I was like, I'm pretty sure my oil temp- temperature was right. So I couldn't, like, it was just, it turned dark. And uh, I think the graham crackers caused that kind of oil pollution. Like, if I had to do four batches of this, the second batch would be disgusting because of how much, like, blackened graham cracker just, like, started floating in the oil. So that, so I noticed that at first, and I was a little bit disappointed that my oil was getting dark. Um, and I cooked them, took it out. I hit it with that honey drizzle, that local Oaxacan honey. And um, <laughs> it's just talking about, fl- it was delicious. It was really good, but I was disappointed with graham crackers. And I can see why you would cut panko in there or, or you know, cornmeal or something else, or maybe even just white flour with the breadcrumbs or uh, with the graham crackers. Because it was, it was one of those situations where like, I remember first learning how to fry chicken, you know, when I was a teenager or something. And like your first attempts, you get that skin that just like slides off. I don't know if this happened to you guys because it's just graham crackers, right? It just slides off. And there's nothing worse than eating fried chicken and the skin is sliding off. And then you have to like take separate bites. You have to pick up the slide off and then eat some of the chicken meat to try to get the thing. There's nothing worse. Like when I go to a restaurant and I get that, I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Like, let's fry chicken the right way. Uh, so I think- You have to um, pick up the slide off. Oh, man. Don't give me no slide off chicken, son. Then this recipe gave me slide off chicken. I wasn't happy about it, but it was actually really good. Um, it tasted delicious to me. The honey drizzle was super critical. I think without the honey drizzle, it wouldn't have been that great. But the honey drizzle, the flavor was nice. It wasn't like crazy graham crackery, but I did get like, oh, like this is graham crackers and this is a pretty cool, I'm pretty sure if I tried it, I'm sure maybe you guys will agree or not, but if I tried this like five or six times, like trying to find the right balance of like using graham crackers as that crust, I'm pretty sure it's, it's possible to make like a real crispy fried chicken. So that, yeah. Yo, what's up? Um, (laughs) My, okay. Before we get into Chang, (laughs) your, your chicken fingers, my chicken fingers here. Brian alluded to it. This recipe comes from a blog called uh, Dessert for Two. It was credits Michael Romano, which links over to a Rachel Ray recipe. There's no way this is Michael Romano, like Union Square Cafe, cooked with like Michelle Girard, Michael Romano, is it? 
Probably. This is not really. I, mean, he, he, I think he came up with wasabi mashed potatoes. That oh, might so have been this. Ali Barker, <laughs> the original chef of Union Square Cafe. But Michael Romano is a very, very good, great chef. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean that blew my mind that that's. I mean, there's, it's, there's also another Michael Romano out there I saw who's like a pastry chef. Maybe it's him. But anyway, I was I was shocked by that at first. Uh, Dude, I don't know. You're you're hemming and hawing. I think the only huge problem about this recipe to me was that this chicken is unseasoned in this recipe, which made no sense. Like you, this, it tastes like nothing. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, man. I put some cayenne pepper on mine yeah. with that honey, and I fucking I ate it. I gobbled it right up. Yeah, I think just paprika and garlic powder is, is not enough. I think I, I know we talked about seasoned salt before, so I won't name other names. But a good seasoned salt will go a long <laughs> way into the graham cracker mixture. So I, I think- listen. Everything you said, I agree with. I had to strain out the oil the second go around. Um, mm. Some positives. I like that they asked for peanut oil. I think it's mm-hmm. a terrific oil for frying, and it's underappreciated now with all the peanut allergies, but it's got a high, high smoke point. Problem is, I did not anticipate the graham cracker to get so goddamn dark so quickly, and I think you need to really have some finesse in understanding when the tenders get done versus burnt. Mm. Right. And if you are going to do this recipe and I recommend that you do do it, you need to make sure that your pieces are flat, as thin and flat as possible, like commercially available chicken tenders. Secondly, I had never bought a pound 1.5 or any package of chicken tenders, tenderloins. (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm hmm. And when I bought it, I opened it up. I I almost vomited in my mouth a little bit because I was like, that's gross. And it also made me upset because the chicken manufacturers just making so much money. That's usually trash anyway. And it was like 18 bucks. It was so expensive. So no, I I, I didn't like it. If I was going to make it again, I prefer using a whole chicken, always prefer using a whole chicken or chicken thighs if I was, but I didn't, I didn't know that you could buy that. And um, I seasoned with savory salt, Momo savory salt, because once I saw that there's no salt, I said, that's unacceptable. I refuse to follow this recipe any further the way it was. And uh, I- I'm going to say that uh, outside of the darkness, the burntness of it, it was probably my son's favorite food he's had in a very long time. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and it caused me to understand, I don't know, maybe it's in our DNA, but all children are programmed to like anything that's a chicken tender. Yeah. And I thought it was a little weird. The, 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 you couldn't get it crispy as well. I would never make mm-hmm. this recipe again. Mm-hmm. I don't think Hugo liked it because it was graham cracker. I just think he liked the fact that it was deep fried and I made it <laughs> salty on the outside. But. You know, it is what it is. I would not make it again with graham cracker. I'll probably make chicken tenders again. That's a lie. I'll always buy chicken tenders. I'll never make chicken tenders ever again in my household. That was the first and last time that will ever happen. <laughs> That's a lie. My uh, yeah, my conclusion, <laughs> my conclusion about this recipe has a lot to do with what you were talking about, Chang, with the packaged chicken tenders. There was a moment as I was making this, but I was like. Cooking's fucking weird, man. I just bought a, a a plastic container of chicken pectoral muscles, and now I'm going to dip them in unborn chicken eggs, yeah. and then I'm going to roll it in graham crackers, and then I'm going to fry it, and then I'm going to cover it in shit that came out of bees' butts, and then I'm going to eat it. Like, what the hell is this fucking recipe? Easy, this is easy crazy. on that sativa, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I mean, honestly... <laughs> 
I was like, I was seeing the world for what it truly is, man. Just like I'm battering this chicken and it's unborn egg and then I'm going to fry it in graham cracker. Man, cooking's weird. (laughs) There was one comment on one of the rest of the club uh, on the Instagram that asked uh, how many gummies we eat before each uh, episode. I think, Chris, I think you need to fess up right now. (laughs) I think you're you're diving off the I think we got to get back on track. Otherwise, they're all going to start kicking in here and I'm truly going to start seeing some other stuff here. But but, but Uh, listen... can I add another thing too about this whole thing and, and about Wrestling Club in general, but also just the idea of frying chicken or tempura or anything like that? I'm not saying don't make it because you can't make it good. I say don't make it because it's got to be a real special thing. And I think fried chicken at home has to be a very special thing because it is a real labor of love. And That's 100% true. I, 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 it's so much work. It really is, and 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 uh, the oil, the cleanup—it's just not something I take lightly to do. Uh, which is why I'm like, if I'm gonna do chicken tenders, I'd rather make real fucking fried chicken. Yep, and correct. do it proper. Um, and if not, then just buy it. And I'm not saying don't learn how to do it proper or anything like that. I just, I think fried chicken is just something at home particularly should be like, like a, a, there should be reverence to it. Not something that's like coated in graham cracker, but, um, <laughs> you know, and tenderloins. But uh, I'm not saying I don't like chicken tenders either. I'm just, you know, the, hypo- the hypocrite. No, it's like, the I'll same thing. It. I mean, like, it's not even just about frying, Dave. I think, I think I've had that thought when it's like, am I going to get my charcoal grill fired up and start a fire with a chimney starter and get this whole thing done so that I can like toast a piece of bread? Like, that's not what I'm going to do. It's the same thing with, with frying. It's like, it is a lot of effort. Then you got to dispose of the oil and like figure out what the fuck to do with that. Well, let's get uh, into this. Let's get into this recipe. This all right. The, <laughs> my recipe for a mango float. Uh, I mean, we're, a, we're choosing the fastest turtle right now, guys. From what I, from what, from what I understand, from what I gather, a mango float is a, is a very common Filipino dessert. Uh, Dave. Uh, if anybody is a listener to the Dave Chang show or uh, has followed Dave Chang through the years, not a fan of Asian desserts, this man. Um, so I'm fighting an uphill battle here, but essentially. Yeah. Well, my theory is this quickly. If Asians <laughs> created better desserts, no one would ever have a Eurocentric version of food in this world. <laughs> we fucked it up so bad. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so this is, this is a very common uh, dessert. Um, it's basically just like a layer cake with graham crackers for your cake. So you put a layer of graham crackers down into a little uh, baking dish, um, whip heavy cream with condensed milk and some pureed mango, um, and then spread that, <laughs> top it with sliced mango, a layer of graham crackers, repeat. Um, and then I uh, I froze mine because I it's an icebox cake, so I wanted mine frozen. And uh, I feel like you guys didn't like this, but I got to say, I was a fucking fan. I liked mine. I liked mine a lot. And and uh and you I, guys I froze mine too. Um I thought that the graham crackers got uh tech they were just like too hard after the freezing situation. So I tried to defrost it. Uh then the cream got a little bit runny. But whatever. It did taste good, but it was way too sweet. And then the mangoes, uh, you know, the sweetness from the mangoes, sweetness of condensed milk. It didn't, it was just too much. It was like, I had to almost call a dentist out here. I mean, my, like my fillings were just almost popping out. It was like, it was a little bit unpleasant, but to say it's the other problem, the other problem with the sweet and condensed milk, Brian, I will say is, is this like this, the instructions for this 
say, whip the cream and condensed milk to like stiff peaks. You cannot whip a can of condensed milk with two cups of cream into stiff peaks. I was 30 seconds from making butter <laughs> with this fucking cream <laughs> before I put it onto the onto the graham crackers. Um, my mango sucked. You know, it's just not. You're you're in Mexico. Did you make this in Mexico? I yes, I had a I had a really good mangoes. Um, yeah, the mangoes were I the mangoes, were, the mangoes, the mangoes were in Mexico are so goddamn good. So unfucking. They were real. damn good. They were slight. They were kind of sweet. They were um. You know, there's like so many different types of mangoes. So these were I don't know the name of them. They're the kind of the yellow ones when they're ripe. Alfon- they're like dark Alfonso. yellow. I think that they're I, I think I think, yeah. I think that's yeah. that's them. So they're very juicy and deep in, in that orange ones. color. They're very juicy, pretty tart. Um, these were a little sweet though. And I think if maybe they weren't as sweet, this could have worked better, but I got destroyed by the condensed milk, uh, and it started running and it was too sweet. And I was like, why is this, why is this happening? <laughs> Can I, okay. Before <laughs> Chang, before you, before you, uh, uh, try to eviscerate this recipe, which again, I'm a fan of, let me do one more. Th- let me point out one more thing. I truly love in this recipe. The instructions themselves are not very good. None of this is like written <laughs> like that well, but let me read you a a couple of samples from these recipes. In step five, take some of the cream mango mixture and spreads on top of the graham cracker layer. If you didn't whip the cream, the mixture will be more liquid and the crackers may float when layering. Just continue to layer. (laughs) The the next step is top with some diced mangoes, blah, 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 blah. Uh, If you didn't whip the cream, the mangoes may sink rather than stay on top of the cream. Just continue to layer. (laughs) I fucking love a recipe that's just like, hey, not going well? Keep on forging ahead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop. <laughs> well, this. so when I looked at this, I, first of all, this is where I overordered on graham crackers because I was like in my head, not looking at the ratios. I was like, oh man, that's going to be like a hotel pan. I'll probably need like five boxes <laughs> or just for this recipe. So I bought five boxes just for yours. And I, with the whipped cream, I was like, I'm not going to whip whipped cream. That is not going to happen. Absolutely not. And of course, I was like, especially I'm not going to do that with condensed milk. That's not going to happen. So going back to our banana one where I made the banana pie, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that coconut the coconut milk set with all kinds of stabilizers and guar gum <laughs> and methyl cellulose and all kinds of other good stuff. And I'm going to whip that. I'm going to melt it a little bit with the condensed milk. And to make sure that I have that little whipped cream element, I'm going to buy a can of whipped cream and also just (laughs) suck out all the nitrous simultaneously. (laughs) And I also saw that the mangoes were garbage. So I was like, you know what? Here's a good tip. Frozen mangoes are way better than crappy Mm-hmm. Fresh mangoes. So I bought mm-hmm. frozen mangoes. I made a mango puree and I, I minced uh, the, the frozen mangoes to get the top. So I didn't get the beautiful photoshopped picture that this recipe suggests. Right. And uh, I thought the coconut cream, whipped cream, faux whipped cream with the, with the mango was going to be delightful. But too sweet. I this is the one time where I I just think that the recipe didn't need condensed milk. It could have been better without the condensed milk. It's just too sweet. There's too many variables with the mango, and um, it just didn't have any lift. There was nothing airy about it. It could have been like a trifle, a little bit. It was too dense, and the freezing process was. I honestly got to figure out how to throw this thing away, and then, and then nothing makes me more upset than that, except for when I try to bake a graham cracker a loaf of bread <laughs> poorly 
But this recipe I thought was going to win, but it just is a bad recipe. And maybe, I don't know, if all three of us decided, I mean, Yang's the only person that liked it, but I, I've, I, I'm, I'm, I feel the same way Ryan does about this recipe. It just was too sweet with no balance. And I would rather have just put a mango with a whipped cream on the graham cracker and eaten it that way and save yourself a hell of a lot of time. Seriously, that would have been... The recipe with condensed milk with some whipped cream and mango on top, I would have made a graham cracker s'more. That would have been great. Listen, I, 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 this is another situation kind of like the, the uh, banana episode, Chang, where – so I talked to – because I have never made mango float, and I was actually very surprised to find this thing. I was stoked when I sent it to you guys too because I was like, I think I just found something that's like very popular and might be really good that we don't know about. In 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 the defense of this dish, mango float, like I texted with Noel, our snack master from Chang Show, and I was like, hey, what's the deal with mango floats? Do you like these? She's Filipina. And she was like, oh my God, they're the best. I fucking love them. They're the greatest. And gave me this whole monologue. So I don't, whether or not this recipe sucks, and again, the the whole can of condensed milk is a problem. I think the mango float uh deserves deserves a look from people. Well, maybe, maybe it's entirely your fault for choosing a really bad recipe then that's not indicative of the wonderful nature of a filipino mango float maybe you should burden the entire responsibility for embarrassing mango floats i (laughs) that's a lot to that's a lot of weight to take on but i suppose i could take all that on i'm trying to i'm trying to champion this thing i think chris has a good caveat this is no indication of the, the tremendous culinary deliciousness of mango floats it's just maybe a bad recipe, or the three of us could have made a poor rendition of it, but I don't think I can say anyone's a winner today. No. I mean, Graham Cracker's a loser, for sure, right now. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to win this anyway. <laughs> this is a <laughs> bad situation. Um, but if I had to listen, choose someone I, that was going to win, truly, and I'm not trying to suck up to, you know, Vince Carter here, <laughs> <laughs> the only one that was delicious and tasty was the graham cracker chicken tenders. Yeah, but that you would never make that. There were, no one's going to we cannot recommend any of these. It was That's the it was fri- it was fried chicken and I think I think even burnt fried chicken is still good. So it's it's kind of like it's it's kind of like giving someone like a bad piece of bacon but like secretly you're like this is still kind of good cuz it's bacon. Even if it's the bacon that like makes you go to the bathroom like right after you eat it. So it's like <laughs> it's fried chicken. It was yeah, it was you know what, Good. guys? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's the night before the medal ceremony, and I think the three of us should boycott the medal ceremony. I don't yeah. think we should show up tomorrow <laughs> in good conscience. <laughs> we can't get up there and and represent this. So who choose the wheel of death? Who choose? I don't, the- I don't mind a no contest on my record. It makes me look a little more official. Well, so uh, I my vote for who who gets to pick who gets to adjust the wheel of death is to to give um, our guests the right. But Dave, you are the reigning champion, so. If you want to step in there and replace something on the wheel, that is your prerogative. So first, the first uh, historic making in Recipe Club in the prestigious many years. Not, no <laughs> many winner. Years no, winners. no winners. The, the wheel currently is empanadas, flatbread, frozen broccoli, jalapenos, mac and cheese, meatballs, popcorn, Wonder Bread, Spam, which Dave added last time, and Graham Crackers, which are falling off the wheel to be replaced by something else. So, Well, let's get rid of Graham Crackers, and I think maybe we can have some uh, uh, a consensus here, Brian. Would you want to put Bisquick on? Because that was on last time. Hell yeah, I want yeah, Bisquick. Right, let's have Bisquick on here. 
Bisquick is so yo. Oh, mamma mia! And some of that is real pragmatic because a lot of people don't realize it's it's a modern culinary invention that's like pretty tremendous. I when is this episode going to happen? I don't know if there's Bisquick here. I might have to do some kind of like. Well, you might not well, land on it. You might not land I, on it. I gotta it, say, gotta I gotta say, if precedent is anything, uh, the wheel has literally never landed on anything anybody wants. So don't worry about it, dude. Well, it's last, not gonna but happen. last time you called graham crackers and it landed on as graham the crackers, thing that we though. didn't want, and then True. it landed out there. Um, Here right, we go. Let's spin the wheel. Oh yes! shit! It's happening! Yes! It's happening! It's happening! Why is it so Bisquick, Bisquick, ladies and gentlemen, we did uh, it. The uh, the fates we have smiled it. on us for the first time in God's the long shining history on of us. this show. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, Bisquick will be the next episode with Brian Ford. I've never been um, so relieved. My mom has a recipe that uses Bisquick for these pineapple empanadas, and it is yo. That's that just might be where I'm at, son. Well, now Straight you gotta now you just gotta out. go wander the streets of Oaxaca until you find a random vendor who has a box of Bisquick. You leave in the a Bisquick basket. search to me. I will find a way to get Bisquick. I where just I am might at. make. Graham, I might make this recipe all over again. Graham, come make graham crackers and bisquick and make us all love a friend. <laughs> all right, I think I'm going to do a bisquick okonomiyaki. That's where I'm going to go. Uh, My circle of hell is complete. I can't, believe, I can't believe that we have learned nothing from this episode. <laughs> Takeaways are non existent. Uh, check out Recipe Club on Instagram, our recipe club podcast facebook group and give us five stars we've been saying give this us on fucking all the five stars you don't you give us what? five stars don't listen to this podcast yeah. you know what if you don't give us five stars we won't give you five yeah. stars no so five stars for it's you. as simple as that um share your comments and photos and videos and send emails um it is truly amazing watching people cook some of these things i saw somebody by the way guys who decided to make the Boboli Mexican pizza. Ooh. That was their takeaway from listening to all of recipe club. That was the one that spoke to them. So uh, that was a thing. And um, you can email us recipe club at majordomomedia.com. Our next episode, if scheduling all <laughs> goes as planned, I think we're going to have a very special guest member of the club next time we, we see you guys. So you guys got any last thoughts, parting words? No. Uh, who's a special guest? I believe our very special guest will be none other than Chef J.J. Johnson of Ooh. Field Trip. And he's going to be stacking the deck in his favor with rice. Schooling mm. us in a little bit of rice cookery. I'm going to so make Golden Graham. I'm going to make <laughs> Dave's takeaway is going to be you know what, guys? Don't eat rice. Just buy Rice Krispies cereal. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> what are you talking about Golden Grams for rice? Uh, no, I was going to say, I was going to make a like a rice flour. Gold uh, a graham cracker bread. <laughs> yeah, sort of, something bullshit like that. Yeah, look out! Look out for the the this the stunning follow up to our 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 baking book. I, I'm wondering what, what what recipes on the back of Bisquick boxes. You know they've got like fried yeah. chicken and like Pan random pancake is always on there. It makes a pancake great pancake and wok, batter. But the, yeah. they usually have some random like yo like you can make like fried corn on the cob or some kind of random recipe on the back of the box. I'm, so. I'm gonna just tell you right now. I am gonna try to choose the most obscure Bisquick recipe you could possibly find. I'm going to go to the, the dark internet, the dark interwebs to find it. And I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I promise you that. I've got mine. I'm doing a Bisquick Okonomiyaki. It's done. It's a good idea. Brian, have fun. Eat well. Thank you yeah, for sh- being so merciful on my comeuppance. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey man, I am an educator of bread, so I don't like to go too hard on people's failures. So if there's oh. one takeaway, let it be that. Thank you, sir. Thank you guys. Appreciate Thanks, you. Guys. Guys.